entertainment changed a lot in 2020 because of COVID and other factors and the awesome people of entertainment changed with it. Some people are thriving right now. I wanted to cover conversations with some people who are achieving something great under the circumstances so that we can raise the bar for everybody. I want entertainment to thrive and I want people in entertainment to thrive. So my hope is that following these conversations and understanding how people are finding their success will help everybody to look up and to try to achieve more using the tools that are available. Tell me about what happened for you in 2020. I think there was kind of a general trend for me this year of just like really not anything that was um, of my own personal choice or like that I was like, all right, here we go. I'm going to go and do this thing. It was just a confluence of a lot of like really amazing people around me who um, uh, who I just kind of took inspiration from or took like um, people just like kind of pointing me in the right direction. It started initially with uh, this guy named Zivi Kivi who runs a balloon artist educational website telling me basically, hey, listen, Dave, people in the balloon world like know you and look up to you. They need your butt online, teaching, sharing, encouraging, helping people kind of get through this. So that was like back in March and all through the summer, I was doing like these balloon webinars for him. Um, and that was going great and feeling good about it. And then you showed up, you, uh, I joined your five day uh, challenge. I am 100% the kind of person that sees people post five day challenges on Facebook and just like, oh God, go away, get out of my face with this nonsense right now. I still feel like that, honestly. Most of them look like absolute trash and garbage. Um, but I know you, and I know you're a, a doofy, weird bag. And I'm like, okay, Scott Neary is not going to put together an annoying... Uh, so, all right, a, a quick sidebar. I was raised very Christian, very, like, um, kind of, like, a lot of my relatives are super into the, like, uh, name it and claim it. Um, what's the name for that uh, kind of philosophy of, uh, like, prosperity, prosperity gospel of, like, God wants you to be successful and get out there and make lots of money. And in a lot of ways, that's kind of how I view a lot of these like kind of marketing and business building and success building things of like get out there and make crap loads of money and i just have kind of never really cared about that and it's always just made me feel kind of gross but from the get-go working with you and working in your challenge like yeah money was like an end goal obviously but that wasn't at all what we were talking about. It wasn't our focus. It wasn't like the main thing. What was the main thing is like, how can you serve people? And that like, so spoke to my heart. Like I just, like everything that I've done in my career has just been very like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit hands off and, and not super uh, clingy when it comes to 
the things that I produce. Like I'm, I'm just like all about like get it out there, get it out there, let as many people see it as possibly can, as many people benefit from it as possibly can. And so I didn't see a route for me in the like, how can I be out there all the time marketing? Um, like I didn't, I didn't like to just say, hey, this thing I have is so great, you should buy it. Like that's that's that was like my vision of what marketing was, and um, and working with you just totally shifted that perception. It was now, uh, hey, I see this need that you have. I'm trying my best to help help you with that, and it's just made it's made sharing what I do so amazing. So family balloon night, boo 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 boo. If you haven't been following me, if you haven't seen me post a bazillion times about it. Uh, created by you, like literally created by you. I texted you one day <laughs> and I was like, Scott, I can't pay my rent. Help me. <laughs> and you were like, okay, we got to make you money right now. And like, seriously, it was two, like two or three days later, you built me a website. You pointed me towards Calendly and, and Canva and a bunch of other things to just get my stuff set up, get something out the door. And it was like literally within a couple of weeks, I started booking these virtual gigs. And it's going really well. And the thing that I'm, that I was surprised actually that started to develop and has become a big trend in my family balloon night is initially the whole thing, my whole kind of drive was to pitch it to parents and say, hey, parents buy this because this will be a fun thing to do with your family. And what I've realized now is that almost probably 90 to or more percent of the people that purchase Family Balloon Night are buying it for someone else, buying it as a gift. Now, granted, it is the holiday season. That makes sense. But even from the start, when I was doing this back in October, I was getting a lot of people who were just like, that's a great idea. I don't have kids of my own, but my grandkids or my cousin or my uncle or whatever would love this. You're feeling more fulfilled in serving people and less like you need to um, fight for yourself. Yeah. Can you tell me some results um, this year that you've seen in being able to serve people better? Um, I've been getting a lot of gratitude from people. Like my whole career, I have... I have been pretty successful as a birthday party balloon artist entertainer. And I've gotten lots of compliments over the years. I, you know, I, I spend a lot of time and I work really hard to be one of the best balloon artists in the world. Uh, definitely one of the best at doing it live in entertainment. Um, and you know, beyond even the skill of just the balloon twisting, my presence and my personality at parties is something that I've spent a lot of time and energy working on to make it go great. So I've gotten all kinds of great compliments. Wow, you were the best. We had so much fun. Blah, 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 blah. Now all of the, like, all of the emails that I'm getting from people and even from like people that haven't even hired me, just people that have seen me on interviews or whatever, is all these like kind of very deeply gratitude based compliments of like, um, you know, we're really struggling. This is great. Um, 
I haven't seen my kid like that confident in themselves. There was one comment I got. It was after a news interview I did, which by the way, you encouraged me to send out a boatload of press releases. I sent like 150 press releases out around the country and I've been doing interviews like left and right, which is amazing. But I got a, an email from the manager of a news station who after seeing the, the interview sent me a personal message and also the interviewer a personal message saying, this is exactly the kind of content that our viewers need right now. This is why I love you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. And it's just like, before all the compliments that I would get made my ego feel good, and now they're making my heart feel good. What do you think you're gonna do with this newfound power going into the next year? Oh, interesting question. Um, I feel like I'm just at the beginning of it. Like this feels, this feels very much the way I felt when I first started my career, which is like, I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of puzzle pieces kind of roughly in place and I'm seeing positive like growth and positive effects from what I'm doing. Um, I think the biggest thing that you helped kind of kick me out of the habit of is like getting lost in the details of production and like getting bogged down with like, oh, what's the next thing that I need to do? Or I don't know how to do that. Um, you know, particularly, you know, like Canva is a really good example of something you introduced me to that just kind of like unlocked a little thing where it's like, oh, I can now produce a bunch of this kind of thing. Um, which is, so I, th so I think what the next year is gonna see for me is instead of spending weeks or months producing, spending time producing a thing, I'm going to spend more like hours or days producing a thing and putting it out there and seeing what happens and then tweaking it and then spending hours or days producing the, the next iteration of it or a new thing and put it out there and see what happens. Because like, yeah, as much as I was busting my ass in years past, I was like, I was like swimming with a weight attached to me and now I'm just like a, a shark, you know, going through the water, which is pretty great. Um, and you have your, your talk show on YouTube. Yeah. And what, how's that changing for you? Um, that's going really well. I actually had a record breaking episode this past Friday. I just posted, um, big audience big registration numbers. It was, you know, it, that was, that was, that show started before I was working with you. And actually ostensibly that was what I wanted to focus on when I, when I first started working with you. I was like, I got this talk show and this is what I want to do. I think it has the potential. Um, and, and pretty quickly you, you know, you kind of snapped me back to reality and you're, and you're like, yeah, this is not, you're not going to make a living off of the show, especially not right away. Like that's just not how YouTube works. Um, and I, I think, I, I think I believed you and I was maybe initially like, yeah, I know, but 
but I really care about this, so that's what I want to do. Um, but I think the main thing that you helped me with when it comes to that show is, is again, figuring out who I'm serving and what, what, what I'm trying to give to them. Like, you know, my initial instinct was I want to make a show that features cool balloon artists and cool entertainers, and I want the general public to be excited about it and watch it and to have thousands of viewers every week. Um, and you helped me reframe it, and I, and only in, through that reframing was I able to kind of discover that, oh, this, this actually can be a show that just serves balloon artists themselves. Like, yeah, it would be great if I had an audience, like of a general audience of the general public, thousands of people watching it. But balloon artists need a thing too. They need a thing that's theirs, that's for them, that does something cool for them. Um, and so it shifted, it transitioned a lot. Um, and to kind of go back to what I was saying before about like the whole thing of like spending lots and lots of time working on something and then finally putting it out there, like with those first few episodes of the Dave Bren show, I spent like a week or two editing each episode and they were short. They were like 10 or 15 minute episodes, but it took me forever to edit them. And it was because I was like going in and I was like, you know, I recorded both my video and my guest video separately. And then I would like go in and edit them in. And I would like, was being super critical about like cutting out ums and ahs and like only getting the best, most exciting content from the 20 minute interview and cutting it down to 10 minutes. Which is like, great, sure. If I had a team of editors and producers to do that for me, I would love to produce a show like that. But I don't. I just literally don't. Um, and on top of that, it was not very much, very engaging. Like, I think they were good content, but like, it was literally just an episode. I put it out. If you want to watch it, you watch it. Great. But in making a shift towards really serving the balloon artist community, what changed about the show is I made it live. I made it have a live Zoom audience, which was accessible only to balloon artists who, you know, specifically sign up for a certain page that I have on Facebook. So it's like a small select community of people that I know and love that, that I want to hang out with them. And that's really what the show turned into. Like ostensibly, yes, I do an interview and it is an interview show. But that's only part of the deal. Like half, a whole half of the show doesn't get recorded on YouTube because we just hang out afterwards and we shoot the shit and we talk about what's going on in our lives and we talk about things that we probably don't want recorded for posterity on YouTube. And like we need that. Like people in the balloon world, like we regularly get together for balloon jams. Like there's, there's a jam in every city at least once or twice a month. And obviously we're not doing any of that. And yeah, we would go to the balloon jams to twist balloons and learn new designs, but really we were going to the balloon jams to hang out with our pals and like people that got who we are so that we could have a real conversation with someone we love. And, um, and that's, that's what the show has become. And I love it. If you've come this far in the past few months, um, where do you, where do you want to see yourself in the next few months? I think I want to, 
I want to fill up the cup that I have right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not a super over ambitious person. Mm-hmm. I think, I think in the next few months, I would love to have a bigger cup to fill up. But right now, I have this really nice mug, and I got like maybe a quarter of it filled up, and I just want to, I want to top off this mug. If that makes sense. Good man. Um, congratulations on all the success you've had with all this stuff. And um, these are big changes, I think, that are going to change everything for you yeah, in the future. Um, and you're going to change a lot of stuff for a lot of other people, too, because you're leading with your heart. Thanks, awesome. man. Yeah, thanks for talking. Thanks for your help. Yeah, of course. Have um, fun. You too. Goodbye. <laughs>